0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Jeff Macalino podcast. I'm your host. Hey, my name is also Jeff Macalino. Uh, today, I'm going to be quick on my intro because uh, this is uh, an episode where I think a couple times I was laughing so hard that I... I uh, there, there may be a few seconds of silence a couple times in here. This was a fun episode to record. Uh, my guest today uh, is a... Uh, comedian, uh, Jonesy. Uh, He's out of Los Angeles. Uh, He's a stand-up. He's performed all across the world. Uh, He's been doing stand-up for quite a while. Uh, He also has uh, a lot of TV credits to his name. He's been uh, in Gotham, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Drunk History, among other things. He also hosts a podcast, which is delightful. It's a daily news podcast called Weird AF News. And I love it because he does Florida stories exclusively on Fridays, all Florida episodes. And uh, hey, just so happens I'm born and raised in Florida. I am a a, a real-life Florida man, although hopefully I don't ever get labeled that way in the news because that probably means I did something stupid. Uh, but Jonesy and I talk a lot uh, about... Uh, really uh, about Florida and Florida man and uh, some, of the, some of the circumstances maybe that, that bring Florida man to fruition. <laughs> um, so some fun stories uh, from us and uh, some fun conversation. We talk a little bit of sports in the end. This was just a great conversation with a really cool dude who was uh, kind enough to uh, pour a little whiskey in his coffee so I wasn't drinking alone, uh, despite being all the way on the West Coast. So anyways, uh, buckle up. This is a great episode. Laugh a lot. uh, Me and Jonesy. All right, everyone. I now welcome Jonesy to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you on this lovely day?
1: I'm great, Jeff. It's always been a dream of mine to be the guest. Uh, on a podcast that's hosted by a guy who sounds like he was named after a cheese.
0: <laughs> I, I was told my last name sounds like it should be just an Italian dish. Just a, I'll take the, yeah, grilled the Macalino.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, have you tried the lemon Macalino? You totally should. It's like, it sounds like a type of pasta as well. You know, like penne and linguine. Like, no, oh, I like the. I like Macalino with vodka sauce like that sounds like that's perfect. <laughs> you must get this all the time.
0: Yeah, well, that's I um I used to people have gotten a lot better at pronouncing the last name. But when I was in grade school, I remember Carline, they'd call the name and it was always macaroni, macaroni uh, yeah. family. I'm like, oh, come on. It's not even that close. <laughs> not
1: even. That's very uncreative.
0: They, I, I think most people at least back in the day they got past like the mac and then it was just anything you know macarena that was a that's oh, still
1: so lame oh, i'm so sorry dude that sucks
0: i, I, I go to, to you know uh, a grocery store and i swear at least once a year when i'm checking out the person's like oh your name's like that old song macarena do you ever hear that i'm like "Nope, never I've never heard that ne- before in my entire life oh, people one,
1: suck <laughs> uh they're just trying to connect with you, though, man. They're like, he's a handsome man in a beard. Oh, beards are still in.
0: <laughs> well, beards. Hey,
1: your last name sounds like Macarena. I would love to take off my clothes and do the Macarena with you someday. <laughs> that's what they're really thinking, man. It's a compliment, really.
0: Yeah, well, in fairness, Macarena is like the only dance I can pull off because it's very simple.
1: Oh, yeah. Come on. You can do the chicken dance, I'll bet, too. <laughs> uh,
0: probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> In Florida, we just call that a Tuesday night. That's
1: yeah, that's oh, I'm sure (laughs) people doing naked chicken dance at the bus stop in Florida. What is that? Oh, it's called bath salts. That's what that is. There's nothing to do. This person isn't preparing for a wedding that weekend, you know, doing all those wedding dances now they're on bath salts.
0: You know, it's a, it's a true story. The day I got married, I'm now divorced, but the day I got married, we were waiting. Me and my groomsmen were at my house waiting for our limo. And as a joke, we walked over to a bus stop in our tuxedos and just started uh, putting on a show. We got a lot of oh, that's... a lot of horn honking driving by. Oh, that's really fun. Oh, yeah,
1: I... you made people's day that day. That's great.
0: Yeah, look, there's eight Florida men. <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing tuxedos and they're not naked.
1: Yeah, you normally don't see a Florida men in the, the tuxedo, so that's pretty lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a tuxedo T-shirt. I think that's more Florida yeah. style. If you,
1: if you, if, it, if a Florida man's wearing a tie, it's because he's on his way to court. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh well it's too hot for ties
1: yeah that's that's true it's true so, wondering why all these people show up to florida weddings wearing wife beaters no it's not it has nothing to do with their character it's just too hot <laughs> to put on a tie so that you get wife beaters at your wedding
0: oh i have a whole i have a whole thing about that it's like i never trust a white person in public wearing a white wife beater i just Man. think they're telling you who they are
1: <laughs> you cannot you cannot and, 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 you know, this Walmart is filled with these people. You have to be very careful when you go in there.
0: <laughs> I, I take pride. I haven't stepped foot in a Walmart in quite a long time. Oh, how do
1: you avoid it, man? That's incredible. I'm very impressed with you.
0: Uh, you know, uh, Amazon really. <laughs> yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Pay A little more to get it brought to your house.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's a better plan.
0: I went but- to a Walmart with my kids and this was pre covid. And I gave them a whole speech about not touching anything in the store, not looking at anyone in the store. Like I was giving them like COVID preparations. Oh, wow. I wonder,
1: huh? That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Actually. I wonder if other parents in the U S are doing, doing this, or giving the kids a pre Walmart talk. (laughs) Like don't take candy from a stranger in here. Don't if you see a wife beater, stay far away, this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, if you see someone start screaming or you know wearing something inappropriate, don't look, don't pay attention, walk away, give the crazy person space.
1: <laughs> it's crazy on my uh, on my podcast Weird AF News. I wrote I wrote up some blog posts about it, and what I was trying to do was find patterns that I recognized in the weird news. So I wrote an article about uh, people marrying uh, weird things. Like people married people marrying like objects like lady married a bridge married a (laughs) lady married a plane, A, a woman married the color pink another lady married it's always ladies I don't know why. A, a, a woman married the ghost of a dead pirate. That was one of the, stories. I heard about the
0: ghost one. I, I did hear about that one.
1: Yeah. So I, I noticed these patterns cause I've been doing this weird news podcast for over three years. And so one of them was all the crimes that take place in Walmart and a Walmart parking lot. And then I went in on a deep dive before I wrote the article to find out cause uh, you know, why is why so much crimes happening in Walmart? And it's, it's a thing. It absolutely is a thing. And, uh, they apparently they've, uh, cut the the security budget is what really happened so they got rid of a lot of security and now you see the the fallout of that is just people going crazy in walmart i had a one was a great story about somebody somebody wasted driving around one of the walmart electrical carts drinking beer out of an empty pringles can and terrorizing people (laughs) in the parking lot like That's just one of many, many, many uh, stories that come out of Walmarts and Walmart parking lots. But there's a there's like a reason behind it, though, which makes sense, you know, when you when you just sort of get rid of your security, this is what you get, especially in places like where Walmart is a thing, like, you know, places in the rural places in the U.S., Alabama and these places where all they got is that Walmart. So everything happens there at the Walmart. Everybody goes there for everything and they make their drug deals in the parking lot you'd imagine and they do some of them even like sleep in the parking lot cuz i guess walmart lets you sleep overnight in your rv apparently know, so imagine a, like a walmart in alabama is one of these places you just like you never you don't know what you're going to find it's it's like you have to have a talk with your kids before you go to a walmart absolutely for reasons like this
0: yeah no it's it's i feel like it's a uh, terrible parenting if you don't give them that pep talk ahead of time you know, I'm a, I'm a big pep talk person like you're going to Disney. All right. When I say we're leaving, we're leaving. If you complain, you will never see Mickey Mouse again.
1: <laughs> I like that you do this. This is incredible, man. This is like you're the pep talk, dad. Uh, and other kids are like, ah, oh, here goes another pep talk. All right, guys, here we'll go. All right. When we're in the axe throwing bar. <laughs> all right. This is how you behave. And if you do, if you act up, man, we're never coming back. You're never gonna throw an axe again inside a bar. I mean, you probably can throw it in the woods as well for free, but you're never gonna do it
0: in a bar. <laughs> oh, that's really you know, funny. I've, the pep talk.
1: I've like avoided I,
0: those places because that's the last that I, I like to. Uh, uh, when I don't have my kids, uh, I, I like to drink. This is. I mean, I'm three hours ahead of you, in fairness, but this is whiskey at. 3 p.m. on my time. <laughs> wow, uh, that's fabulous. So, I, it's just one of those things like I go to one of those places and I have a terrible accident with an axe and everyone's going to be like, "Of course he did. He's a drunk." So I just it's like now no risk. I don't I could be completely sober and just someone nick me with an axe and everyone would be like, "Yeah, of course. Of course."
1: I feel like cuz I'm drinking coffee right now in a in a in a, it's in a poop mug by the way. Um oh, nice. I don't know if people can people see this or is it only to be audio only?
0: uh audio only but i might screenshot that right there that's a that's an awesome mug (laughs) i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna join you here i'm gonna i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get my i got this whiskey sent to me from a listener of my show Uh, Nice. this is whiskey that was made in uh he's from oregon so he's like we we, there's a place that makes some pretty decent whiskey up here in oregon but so american-made whiskey we're going to add this to my coffee we have an irish coffee that way you're not drinking alone today brother
0: awesome i appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> of course last, my man last night i had uh, uh <laughs> last night i went out to a bar and I, this waitress now the problem with this was she was way too hot cheers <laughs>
1: cheers to you jeff
0: she was way too hot And uh, so I I get crown and ginger when I'm out in public because I can't drink straight crown or I look like an old alcoholic.
1: Yeah, so so you get the little ginger in there. Okay, okay. I get
0: the first one and I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to need to double it. Give me a double. So she, she, uh, you know, bringing me big cups and she's like, oh, the bartender poured a triple on this one, be careful. So I'm drinking there for a few hours and I'm just downing them. And she comes up to me and she's like, I'm going to get you a cup of water. I'm like, "I, I don't need it and she's like, I've never seen anyone drink that many doubles and be normal. So I'm going to get you a water just to be safe. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I can do this all day. It's my superpower.
1: So let me ask you this now. You're single dad, right? How do you, how do you meet ladies?
0: Well, lately I haven't,
1: you haven't. Right. Okay. I, uh,
0: I do have, uh, this, this will fit in well with the the florida type stereotype but i do have a penchant for if i really need to i go to a strip club and
1: sure sure why not
0: i feel like it costs a lot more that way because you can't openly solicit anything uh you gotta like use code words you know i don't
1: so i i've never i never pulled a stripper out of a strip club before ever so there's code words
0: well, you've really got to feel them out and and no pun intended and try to see like, what are we going to do if I pay for this back room? Because I don't want you to just uh-huh. rub your butt on my shorts. I, I you know, right, I, right. I, I, I'm not paying 300 bucks for that.
1: Oh, you're not even talking about pulling them out of the strip. You're talking about getting oh, laid in the in, strip club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's this. Oh, OK. So. All right. So now, when, when you go to a, a masseuse, right, one of those massage places, I know the code word in there, right? The code word, the code word is the code phrase is uh, maybe do the front. (laughs) So what's the what's the code word in the strip club? I got to know this.
0: It depends. You got to kind of feel out and just be like, so what exactly goes on back there? Ah, And they don't they can't say anything either because I could be a cop. I get that all the time. Oh, Uh, Oh, very funny situations. Like it's like, yeah. Things are already happening here. If I was a cop, it'd be a little too late for you to say, oh, no, take it back.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, and sure. And even sure. if
0: I was a cop, I wouldn't stop you until I was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and you're all done, and you're like, all right, call in the reinforcements." I'm right. going to take a rest. nap.
0: <laughs> take the handcuffs off me and put them on yourself, please. Yeah, that's
1: hilarious. <laughs> uh,
0: the, I went to one club, and I'm sitting at the bar waiting for a, a – it was a bad strip club waiting for an hour drinking uh for a girl to come up and the first one who comes up to me doesn't speak english all right and i'm like trying to figure out what to say i'm like slyly using my phone to look up how to translate blowjob in spanish uh-huh. uh, <laughs> it, it, it was it was a clunky sentence so i'm just Oh, i'll bet yeah <laughs> it was a it was a awkward uh, denial
1: now would you be able to um would you be able to like uh, have a relationship with a stripper jeff
0: Ugh.
1: now that you're a dad like you've been through it you've been married you feel like i don't know are you I, at that place
0: yeah with uh with caveats uh that i wouldn't uh, she wouldn't exist when my kids were around <laughs> um, oh i see i see I think, so but I'd i would be fine with it otherwise i think
1: you'd be fine with it otherwise yeah I have to say, I I, I think I'd be fine with it at this point, too, in a way. Um, It's a strange thing to hear myself say that. Um,
0: I I don't know. You get (laughs) you
1: you hit a certain age. And I think you can separate the person from their I mean, their profession, maybe. Uh, Of course, if you think the profession is horrible, then no. Sure. But I, I don't look at strippers as like the most horrible thing. And on some levels, it's kind of a noble profession. I look at politicians like you're a piece of shit. I was just going to say
0: I date a stripper. I wouldn't date a senator. <laughs> yeah,
1: same, same. I don't look at a stripper and go, you're a piece of shit. I, I don't I just don't I don't think of that at all. I don't and I don't judge uh, someone who would is a prostitute as well. I don't I know a lot of people do, but I, I just don't I don't do that. I don't know why there are other professions Making i'm like money. wow you i'm like how do you like lawyers and stuff like how do you live with yourself shit man you like you don't think this, at least the stripper can probably sleep at night you know like you know and if you're like one of these ambulance chasers chasing lawyers and you're completely you're representing these murderers and rapists and stuff like how do you even sleep at night like how do you even live with yourself like i feel like a stripper could at least live with herself yeah. I, I don't know um to me it's to me i'm like it's it's like I don't look at I don't look down on that profession like other people look down on it like that. I just don't.
0: Well, yeah. And my thing is, and you, you've you done comedy, you've done some acting. It's like. I would do that on film for money. I mean, you know, maybe not show the whole thing, like, you know, so who am I to judge? I would do a lot of things if they paid me enough money. It's just I would, much.
1: <laughs> I would totally do a nude scene as an actor if they paid me for that. I, absolutely. It's no problem at all. Shit, man, I've done some things for money that I'm not proud of. Shit, I used to be a bill collector. You know what a piece of shit I was as a bill collector? <laughs> you know what that is? Dude,
0: it calling goes, poor people and harassing for, them for money. <laughs>
1: a, a stripper's here. A bill collector's here. Like, you're a piece of shit. I was a piece of shit. I did that for over a year. It was the first job I ever had out of high school because I didn't have a degree, and you can't really do anything with a, without a college degree. You, you know, just a high school diploma. What can you do? Sell cars. Be a bill collector. Oh, I was a bill collector. Horrible. I should have been a stripper. I would have made more money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know if I'd make more money, but <laughs> I'd give it a shot. <laughs> it's in the entertainment industry, right?
1: <laughs> hey, man, you get the right bachelorette party, man. You're you're good for the month.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go. And yeah, I got the beard now. I always. Beards. I've always said this because I didn't used to have a beard, but I said there's only three reasons for guys to have beards. You're ugly. You you have a baby face or you're fat. I'm kind of the the I, I'm fat. I, I kind of do have a baby face. or You I got a little bit of a baby on.
1: face, man. Yeah, you do. You're holding <laughs> on to your youth here. This is good. You you're probably you're you look a lot younger than your age is my guess. I will bet you you get that.
0: Uh, yeah, usually depends on how rough I've been, uh, been going at it sometimes. Oh yeah.
1: I, okay. All sometimes right.
0: my <laughs> age shows on my face.
1: <laughs> this has been a strange start to a podcast. I'd say we're talking about, this. would you
0: date a stripper?
1: Uh, yeah. it's
0: a, you know, it's a legitimate, good question. I mean <laughs> but, now, so I think this segues nicely because this is, I'm acting more like I do when I go on other people's podcasts, which is I really play into being a Florida man. Um, so the weird AF news, which has had over a million downloads uh, daily, Monday through Friday, right? Daily. Yeah, we're podcasts. about to hit.
1: I'm going to hit two million downloads probably next month.
0: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I got the champagne fun. too.
1: I got a, I got a bottle of Moet ready to go for that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going, bro.
0: it's a it's fun podcast and every Friday is Florida Friday where you focus on Florida men and women uh and it's all very uh I I wish all news was like your podcast to be quite honest because then I'd actually watch the news and you know could say I smart or something
1: (laughs) yeah I mean it's a lot of that sure stuff that you're familiar with you just see in your backyard I'd imagine
0: well the so i was very i listened to your friday episode this morning and i was very happy to hear about the uh glitter uh assault being oh, covered on there that was uh, a great that's story in my county, pinellas county
1: oh pinellas county oh dude pinellas county is like a hotbed for these for this stuff i i come across pinellas county more than any other county in my stories and I always mention, oh, Pinellas County again. Of course, of course, it's Pinellas County. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, that's where you're at. Yeah, I've lived you got insurance, here my whole life. bro.
1: You need insurance. You got some good insurance, Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> man. Tell me your kids aren't being raised in Pinellas County. You're raising them in another county, right?
0: <laughs> oh no, no, they're they're growing up right here. We, wow, we do man. Florida big here. In
1: this is why you got to get pep talks.
0: We're, yeah, yeah that's, that's right.
1: You got to be on top of your kids, man, growing up in Pinellas County. You got to be on top. I, I would imagine. I would imagine. Well, oh, boy.
0: We have a game that uh, when we're in the car, if we see someone kind of on the sidewalk or walking in the crosswalk or sometimes just walking in front of your car while you're driving 40 miles an hour uh it's a uh, drunk or homeless is the game. <laughs> probably not the most uh appropriate game to play it's well, pretty funny yeah, yeah it's a lot of it's like well the clothes look too nice to be homeless on that one but god their hair is a disaster so i don't know
1: <laughs> i play i play the same game in la it's called a uh, homeless or barista <laughs> <laughs> they dress the same
0: (laughs) well it's it's probably the same too that most of the time the answer is well it's both they're homeless
1: (laughs) so that's right it is both i'd imagine a lot yeah so i i've been uh ever since i transitioned to doing florida fridays on my show it's become the most popular episode of the week every friday people look forward to the florida stories and everybody emails me these crazy florida stories and um, that one this past week, the, the women assaulted a man with glitter. Uh, but just everybody sent me this story. It was like I was getting hit up like you got to see this. You got to see this. And it was worth it. I mean, it was really oh, something. awesome.
0: Did you see their mug shots?
1: So I was going to ask you, you saw the mug shots, right? They look yeah, so pleased. They, they were very, so happy
0: with themselves.
1: <laughs> they're so happy. I mean, to, how much Molly are they on? I mean, this is <laughs> and
0: I, this I is, think you're right <laughs> that they have to be strippers. I'm I that was my thing sure. was, that,
1: I mean, who's got this much glitter on you? It's you're either a stripper or you're a fairy godmother, as I alluded to in the story. <laughs> no one, no one else carries around this. Well, oh, you know what I said? They might be also getting getting a jump on Easter, like they were going out to decorate some Easter eggs, because like you put glitter on Easter eggs. It's probably like the last time I really used glitter was probably putting on it, like decorating an Easter <laughs> egg, <laughs> like. So maybe they were just trying to get a jump on Easter. I don't know. CVS puts out the Easter eggs right now. I think all the stuff is ready for Easter right now. (laughs) They do get a jump on this. Maybe the ladies were like having a late night Molly inspired Easter egg decorating party. And this guy just broke it up for them or something. I don't know. I mean, to attack somebody with glitter. Hilarious, hilarious. And the other thing was in my story. They were treating it like um, they were describing the way they described it was like he was hit by bullets. They were like, oh, the projectiles projectiles he was struck in the chest and the upper arm like
0: (laughs) yeah which is also hilarious because i've been hit with glitter many occasions the only time it hurts is if it gets in your eye or like if it gets in your mouth and like gets stuck in your gums that can that can be annoying
1: yeah i mean nine times out of ten it doesn't (laughs) you're not hurt you're not injured but they they treated it like it was like csi like the glitter (laughs) penetrates. And the exit wound was out the back. I'm like, it's glitter. Right. Last I checked was it was it's glitter. It's just like it ricocheted off the window and like, oh, come on, buddy.
0: My my I, I wish I could figure out more. And I live so close. I feel like I could just do some legwork myself and I might be able to figure it out.
1: Oh yeah, and we're cutting to our uh, our Pinellas County correspondent Jeff Macaroni. All right, Jeff is on the scene. As you can see, Jonesy, the gl- there's a trail of glitter leading from this uh, this building complex.
0: <laughs> I found the girls. Drop. It it took me 16 different strip clubs, but they work at Oz on US 19 and uh he tracked them down at a man is an assistant manager there and they were not happy (laughs) we track them down oh that's so funny just go to every strip club in the county until you find them you know just hey if
1: my if this if this podcast of mine ever gets like goes really pro and then i have like a uh you know how uh Oh, who's that guy who has that great sports show on YouTube that I really love? Uh, he used to be the punter for the Colts. Uh, oh, uh, McAfee. Yeah, Mac. the McAfee show. If I ever get like a McAfee type show of weird AF news where every day I'm on YouTube, you're going to definitely have to be my Pinellas County correspondent, bro. It's going to have to happen. <laughs> we're going oh, drive drive to Jeff right seat. now.
0: <laughs> I'll talk to the neighbors. <laughs> yep. Jeff is about
1: to enter the Walmart. Oh, his kids are with him. So we're going to get a pep talk. Just hold on for (laughs) this. Uh, But he's going to go in the Walmart and find this woman that's pleasuring herself in IO3 with a dildo. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Keep the camera tight on me, kids. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So funny, dude.
1: Pinellas County, bro. I can't believe it. Oh, God, you're a fucking treasure.
0: Well, it's, (laughs) it's so beautiful here, in all seriousness, because we've got the beaches on, on one side, we've got Tampa Bay on the other side, so you've got a, a ton of boating, a ton of rich people live here, but you also have a lot of white trash, a lot of homeless people. Um, it's really diverse.
1: It's <laughs> a nice way to put it.
0: <laughs> and it's a weird, you know, it's a weird dynamic too, because like Florida is a pretty red state, but like St. Petersburg, which is the biggest city in Pinellas, is a pretty Blue city, so oh, I, I feel see. like that always creates kind of like Austin, Texas. I feel like that always oh. creates a weird dynamic yeah. too, where yeah. you're like, sure, liberals who want conservatives at the state level, like it's a weird, just psychological game. I feel like yep. most people. Yeah. Well, you have a. I mean,
1: you're just putting a strange ingredient in, in the pot there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. Austin
1: yeah. is a perfect um uh, analogy for something like that. When you got the biggest city in the in the area, and it's it's much more liberal and left than the rest of the county. It creates a situation for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a weird little you know tornado that <laughs> that yeah, takes yeah. place around here. <laughs> so now I, I've
1: have um you're the perfect person to ask this about Florida and because and, and people ask me this all the time. They're like, is it really, is it really this bizarre? the news and the people and everything, then the behavior, or is it that we all know about it now because of social media, but I would also add, is it also that we all know about it because these sunshine laws that, uh, uh, that let you, the public records of all these arrests are available immediately. And so you have all these news outlets that pick them up, right? I'd imagine it's one of the, because it's one of the easiest way to get, stories right you just I, i'd imagine it's a website i've never been to it but i'd imagine there's just a there's a place where all these media outlets can go or maybe just any citizen and oh yeah. get, you get the mug shot you get the story and then now you can do what you want with it you can put it on social media you can if you have a blog you can put it on there it's public info like right away and yeah and so I, that's got to be a contribution as well so, um what in your opinion like is it really more happening here or is just Just as much as some other states, maybe even some other states in your area. Hello, Tennessee. Uh, (laughs) Like, and then, but it's just, it's made of the info is made available. So more exposure.
0: The availability definitely plays a factor. I won't throw anyone under the bus, but on occasion back in the day, if a bunch of us went drinking and one person was driving when they shouldn't have, if they didn't respond to text messages early the next day, we'd go on and look and see if they're mug online because it's that yeah. quick. Like you, you, if they got arrested oh. at 3am, you'll be able to see oh. it at eight or that, nine in the morning that fast. Oh yeah. Wow. It's really quick. Like I found oh. out a friend of mine got arrested once because he wasn't responding to anything. He didn't show up for work. I go on there. I'm like, Oh, there he is. <laughs>
1: Damn. That's crazy. So, so
0: that is part of it. It's very quick. And yeah. uh, which I, I, I think that's a good thing. I think Florida is a huge state, so there's a lot of people, and it's, I can't imagine there's, I mean, California's probably got to be close, but I can't imagine there's a more diverse state than Florida. Like, if you look at, like, Miami, that looks like a different country than than Pinellas County, Um, and if you look at North Florida, I call that South Alabama. Uh, My brother just moved up there, and he's got five acres, and everyone has a farm, and, like, I was walking around in shorts and uh, flip flops and people were looking at me like I was a dirty hippie. Um, you know, wow. no, you wear jeans and shoes because ticks and shit up in North Florida. Like oh. it's a, yeah. It's like a completely different place.
1: Farmland.
0: Wow. Yeah, They went Farm to life. a pet store. They went into the town or city of like 400 people. They went to a pet store because they wanted to get a dog to guard their chickens in the backyard. And this lady was trying to sell them a horse. And to me, I'm like, can you imagine going into a pet store and someone trying to get change your opinion from a dog to a horse? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the, fucking crazy. The, the horse, the option to to get a horse has never been from any pet store I've ever been in. Like there's never that, that's never an option. Like, oh, the horse. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, she, she makes this joke, and this is what cracked me up the most, is she makes this joke. She's like, yeah, this, this Indian guy, he's like an animal whisperer, and he'll try to sell you a horse. But let me tell you one thing, and don't tell him I told you this, never get an Appaloosa. And everyone starts laughing and I'm looking around like, what the fuck is an Appaloosa? <laughs> so you I didn't get the horses joke. horses came in colors, not different kinds.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never got that joke either. That would have went right over my nope. head. What the I'm hell? I'm just man?
0: looking around like, why is everyone laughing at that joke? <laughs> wow. She, were, she played that punchline and people were belly laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> ah.
1: So you make another point because uh, Florida is very, very diverse. Also, it's sort of a a, it's a drug gateway, like a lot of drugs enter our country via Florida. So, you know, it's like that's a situation.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a um, interesting, probably a story I shouldn't share, but
1: (laughs) you should totally share.
0: (laughs) Well, so so in Florida and I can't admit to doing this uh, ever, but. You know i may have once or twice on accident but in florida i don't know that i feel like it's very easy to get cocaine from a stranger
1: you've never done the cocaine though but you, no, you I, no, I no 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 i would
0: never inhale the cocaine oh, but I just there was a,
1: that <laughs> there was that one time you slipped and fell on it and it went up your nose
0: yeah it was it was a, a disastrous <laughs> experience I got right back up and then I went on and and talked for five hours straight. (laughs) But so I was in a wedding at at, uh, up in Buffalo and uh, I asked around there. Now in Buffalo, every bar I went into, a stranger asked me if I wanted to go smoke pot in the parking lot. So it's like some reason people just like to offer me drugs. Yeah. I don't know why. It must be a friendly face. Like, (laughs) let's go smoke pot with that guy.
1: (laughs) You have a Very friendly face. You have a very much. I want to do drugs with you in a parking lot kind of face. It's, It's a compliment.
0: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take it as such. But uh, I tried to, uh, I may or may not have been like, look, I'm uh, I, I'm worn out right now. You got to hook up on that. They're like, no, you can't do that up here. It burns like shit. And I'm like, huh, never heard that in Florida. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, you don't hear that. in Florida. You can't do that up here.
0: No, <laughs> so, well, and, and look, you know, honestly, strip clubs are, and Florida is the strip club capital of the world. Tampa Bay, actually, which Hillsborough, Pinellas County we're the strip club epicenter of, of the universe. We have strip clubs every couple miles, at least sometimes many within a, a block. Um, wow. They're usually a good source of that as well. If you're, yeah, I'd imagine. If you're so interested.
1: It's a, it's, it's a stripper fuel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. The um. yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. And, and that's where uh, it's funny that I tell so many of my stories on I typically not on my podcast, on other people's podcasts, because it's like I was on these podcasts with these two boys in, in Utah. They're like college age, maybe a little older, and uh, they're in Utah. So I'm just like, oh, let and me got nothing. tell you about a time I almost got in a fight in a strip club and I had to sit in a baby car seat as a stripper drove me away to another strip club down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they're, they're just like a strip club. <laughs> Those
1: kids are horrified. They're like, yeah, a strip club. What's?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. And that's not even the worst part of the story.
1: (laughs) Now, I want to share something else with you that maybe you don't know about your state um, that I only learned because I was a bill collector. And this this might also add to the sort of degenerate Florida population. Uh, Florida was is is what we called a debtor's haven. Uh, we had a lot of our uh, when I was collecting bills, a lot of people fleeing to Florida to get out of their debts because it's a safe haven. You, uh, so you, you can go, you can just go down there, and then you're not, you don't. And I believe it all comes down to not being sued civilly for things, something like that, for certain debts. So credit card, you know, uh, people that just ran up their credit cards would. You know, if I saw that they and everybody I worked with, oh, they they live in Florida. Just call one time and then forget it. Forget about it, because we knew that they went there. They just weren't going to pay. They didn't have to. In Florida, you get a lot of deadbeat dads that go down to Florida to get out of child support and and whatnot as well. This this kind of these sorts of rules attract a certain character where (laughs) so uh, now I'm not saying half of the population like that but you got to imagine a certain percentage of the the people there are are, have gone to florida because they were they owed some debts this is the kind of person you can kind of get so there's a little bit of that too i don't know if you were aware of that but i only knew that because i I was a bill collector for a year
0: yeah it it makes sense and that's that's the other part that makes florida so crazy is i'm a very rare person that was born and raised in florida and my kids are third gen because my mom was born and raised in saint pete as well So my kids are third generation St. Petersburgers, as I I call them. I don't know if there's an official title for a St. Petersburg resident, Uh, but like that's not very common at all. Most people come here from New York, from Ohio, from, you know, so there's not a lot of like long standing family ties here uh i I feel like that leads to a little bit more degeneracy as well like yes
1: yes very good point you know if you don't feel like you like you own this place like you're from here then you might not treat it you know with the kind of respect that you would had you been growing up here and your grandparents came from here and you're wow that's another very good point it's such a transplant spot yeah super super point that you make
0: well, and I, I think I've noticed that, too. I take more pride in things. The only, you know, like I'll, I'll only urinate on federal buildings. Otherwise, <laughs> or you know, or a bathroom, of course.
1: <laughs> but you don't piss on the side of a school. That seems to be the Florida thing.
0: <laughs> no. Well, there, yeah, no. Usually I look for post office. There's a post office downtown. It's actually one of two post offices in America with outdoors, uh, outdoor P.O. boxes. One's in Hawaii. Ones couple miles from my house wow and uh i pee there quite frequently um because i feel like i've paid for it with taxes so i can do yeah yeah
1: want. you earn that right you get a little bathroom break for you buddy i uh no i'm from boston originally and a few weeks ago i covered a story about a woman defecating on school property in florida it was a florida story and it wasn't until i got halfway through the story that i realized that she was from massachusetts and i was like oh no a mass hole did this i thought i thought this was a florida person a florida lady no no so florida can you know even if you come there from another place it can really get into your mindset and then you start behaving like a florida man
0: it It, might be the humidity i'm (laughs) catching
1: so now people will say the humidity they will say hey what about the humidity makes you crazy well i've spent some time in a place a very humid place uh, singapore which is right on the equator basically it's 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 like all the time, Tampa in July there. It's crazy. I, I, very uncomfortable place. Their, their city runs. There's no crime. There's no, I mean, so I don't think it's the humidity. I did consider this. I've, I've thought about this for <laughs> years, bro. I've been thinking about this for years. <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> you, know? you, brought, you brought up that point about transplants that I never considered. That's something I never considered. That's a very, very good point. Uh, well, I
0: think I think there's that, and and then there's also the uh, and they're not usually the ones committing the crimes, but the snowbirds, we're, yeah. we're littered with them. People, old people who live here right. in the winter, and I feel like they piss other people off because they drive like shit. Like yeah. you, noticeably between November and February traffic and other drivers gets substantially worse. So I think sometimes that's the impetus to just drive someone off the leg. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That fucking that's... bitch cut me off and drove 25 miles an hour on the highway. And then they see ah, like I'm gonna go New, to Walmart York, and...
1: New York license plates and they're like, motherfucker.
0: Yes, or yeah,
1: that's another very good point. Very, I covered a story like I know clearly they hate the snowbirds. I covered a story a few weeks ago uh, over in Palm uh palm springs where somebody somebody wrote notes and put them on all the cars that had new york license plates saying get the fuck out of here liberals we don't want you here get like so there's that kind of sentiment too is going on oh for sure i
0: I can tell you um that there is and I, I, you know, I think it's hilarious. And, and I you know, part, part of it's like, okay, well, I kind of get where you're coming from, but I don't think it's true. So there is a, and I've heard people from Texas talk about this too. They're like, everyone since COVID is moving here from these states that are all locked down and they're moving here, but then they're going to vote the way they were voting in the place that was locked down, but they left to come here because they wanted to escape the lockdowns. Oh. And there's a whole I have a oh, large group yeah, yeah, yeah. of friends who are obsessed with this. Like these these people are coming here from New York, but they're going to vote like New, they're going to make us New York. We don't want to be New York.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, you know, your political landscape was what drove them to go down there in the first place. Mm-hmm.
0: And then so they're going to come here and vote.
1: It's oh. super <laughs> ironic. Yes. And not productive at all. And, and they pro- they don't even realize what they're doing. I don't no, think they,
0: no. I don't
1: think they realize what they're doing.
0: I think, I think there is some credence to it. I'm, I'm still like, I don't, I don't know. We'll see if, you know,
1: I never heard that before, but surely that's a possibility. Surely.
0: Yeah. That's, you that's know? the insider, you know, because again, and then I- it's like, <laughs> you know,
1: and then, but it's like, is there enough of them to have this kind of political sway? Probably not, but definitely over time this could become a thing. And it's like, Hey, the behavior that you like so much, that brought you down here because you wanted to you wanted to golf and go to strip clubs in the middle of a pandemic bro you're gonna vote that away
0: yeah i well i it's very like we need
1: states we need it's almost like we need kind of states like florida you know this is oh this is like a whole new way i'm looking at florida wow we kind of need places like this where hey it's an option if you just want to go where there's no rules just kind of the wild west uh kind of unbridled fun and games, not, you know, safety isn't exactly, you know, a, a value that's held highly. You kind of need these places
0: I, I, as an I, option. I. It was so funny. I was talking, my last podcast guest was someone from Australia and she started going off on, on anti-vaxxers and people doing this and I'm like, oh, you know, we can do anything we want here. She's like, "Well, you have to show your vaccine card to get into clubs and bars and stuff, right?" I'm like, "No, no, that's not a thing. We don't wear masks down here either. It's too hot for masks in Florida." <laughs> and it's like, she every, must- everyone I know got COVID." You know, yeah.
1: She must have been horrified.
0: Well, she was. She was stunned. She's like, "But you don't have to show your papers." I'm like, "That sounds bad." <laughs> I mean. Maybe- that doesn't sound good when it's like you have to show your papers to get some alcohol. <laughs> That's not the good way to word that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you see? It's, it's- unbelievable. I'm, I mean, I'm so grateful for Florida, though. I mean, the, 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 the headlines here. Let me just run through a few that I've had recently because it's just been unbelievable here.
0: I, I love this. And here's the other thing with this. I guarantee you I'll defend 25% of them. I will tell you, they were absolutely justified. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. A Florida man dances on a police car to ward off vampires.
0: Well, classic.
1: Well, I mean, because, you know.
0: I mean, it, I, I'm assuming you had like a garlic necklace on or something. <laughs> I mean, he had his reasons <laughs>
1: He's doing the Macarena on a police car to <laughs> <one of them. laughs> a Florida man broke into a woman's home to pet her cat.
0: I mean, it was probably a cute cat. Maybe, yeah. maybe he thought it was abused or not being fed. I mean,
1: <laughs> in the same episode, a Florida man with a kitten is denied entry into a strip club. So calls nine one one.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't defend that guy. You can't bring pussy to a pussy factory. You can't (laughs) bring pussy to the
1: in the same in the same episode a Florida man called 911 to say that he had cocaine in his butt.
0: Great. Just
1: great. (laughs) Why would you dime yourself? Why would you tell on yourself? yourself? (laughs) And then the last one, which I love, this was about a month ago. This was my favorite probably of the year. Uh, a Florida man claims the drugs wrapped around his penis don't belong to him.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, you know what? They probably didn't. And here's why, <laughs> Your Honor. My client visited one of the uh, well-known uh, fine gentlemen's clubs in this area, and uh, oh, y- you know, I know where you're going with this. He he left there and had weird feeling in his in his crotch area, but. As a good Christian man, he didn't want to investigate why. And then you found him, and he had no knowledge of the drugs wrapped around his penis. <laughs> this was clearly a, a, a rogue stripper who yeah. was trying to plant drugs on my client.
1: <laughs> Your honor, my client slipped and fell into the drugs. Just fell his penis fell into the drugs. You know how this happens all the time. The penis, my I slipped and my penis went in.
0: You know what, what I I did hear that story, or I saw that headline. And you know, the sad thing was, I just sat there and thought like, where it's how did I'm so curious. It's like, I don't not that I want to see dicks, but I want to see this setup. I wanted to see how how it was it like a plastic I, bag? He just tied a knot around his dick. I, was it like I admit I,
1: I wanted to see it as well. I looked for it. I couldn't. There was no photo of this situation. I was very I, I wanted to know like how that went down, too. And, I, you know, the other thing I was thinking was like, what happened to the days that you just put it up your butt? Like, what? Like, come on. now. Everybody knows you put it up your butt if you're trying to hide it. Well, no more.
0: No more up the butt. We're just going. He, you may know this. Was he was this like a traffic stop and how did they discover the drugs on the penis is my was, like was it a d- drug yeah it was yeah, dog it was, a
1: du- it, was yeah, it was a traffic stop <laughs> yeah it was a traffic stop it was a dui
0: oh yeah you, you leave yourself open to it that's yeah that's that's the mistake you can have drugs wrapped around your penis if you're sober driving sober you can't drive drunk with drugs I mean, come on that's amateur hour
1: <laughs> it's amateur hour that's right. <laughs>
0: You, you, you gotta know the rule <laughs> florida has um now i don't know 100 percent this is true but i've had multiple people tell me this that you now can actually drink in the car as long as the driver has a zero blood alcohol level the passenger will get a 40 dollar ticket for an open container violation oh
1: like but- so, oh the passenger is allowed to
0: drink Well, they still get ticketed for it, but it's not even a crime. It's just a, you know, well, I don't know. And (laughs) I I mean, seems worth it.
1: (laughs) That makes sense to me anyways. Like, uh, uh, you know, you're not you should just shouldn't be operating the vehicle. You drink it in the car. I don't see if you're in the backseat having a a nip like so what? That's a silly law anyways to like bust people for for that. I agree. yeah, 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 it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: We, we've got some good lax laws in that way.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that creates a little more chaos, maybe, <laughs> than some states are used to.
1: Now, um, with, with your podcast now, how, how has that been going? And uh, do you make money on your show? Uh, how, how's your reach? And what kind of audience do you have?
0: Uh, it's, uh, middling, (laughs) it's, it's getting there. I'm, uh, uh, I started in late February of 2021. Uh, and see, my goal last year was to put out 50 episodes and to get a thousand listeners downloads, uh, which I thought, well, 20 an episode I'll be good. And, uh, I'm, I put out 54, I think, and I got, I'm at like 10,000. So I'm like, oh, my God. Incredible. All right. So considering my marketing is me tweeting that I put out a new podcast. That's
1: that's incredible. You 10 times. your, I mean, that's just that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. What was your most popular episode?
0: uh, It was uh, right now. It's the one with Calvin Smith. I I talked to this guy about a bunch of conspiracy theories. uh, uh, Debated whether God existed. Um, Wow yeah it was a it was a it was very fun to like it was one of the mo- most fun podcasts to record because it was just like just going on because he has a podcast about conspiracy theories and stuff like that I oh, can okay, okay. Uh, he, he's very skeptical um but he's very open-minded so it was a really it was fun because i i i'm like read headlines kind of guy i'm like i'm not I, I don't spend time it's not that i'm stupid it's that i don't have knowledge because i don't bother to read things
1: <laughs> who's got time for that
0: and i admit it like i i'm your, i'm like my dad the smartest dumbass on the planet earth like i've got the intelligence to comprehend things i just choose not to
1: <laughs> now you uh, i noticed you interview uh, a lot of comedians like myself uh, your audience probably doesn't notice i've been doing stand-up comedy since 2004 no, I've been on a bunch of TV shows, and uh, stand-up comedy is the one thing I've been doing for so for a very, very long time, nonstop. And that's probably like what I would describe myself as above and beyond anything is a stand-up comedian. But you've had a lot of comedians on on your show. What what draws you to uh, having comics on your show? Like, what makes you want to do that?
0: I started doing stand-up just last year. So at the at the ripe young age of thirty-four, I decided to start doing open mics, um, and that was at the advice of comedians because so I, I reached out to a bunch of comedians because i was trying to write a dark comedy screenplay and it was very dark and not very comedy <laughs> so i'm like okay. do you have any advice and every single one of them's like uh yeah start doing stand-up they're like you don't need to make a career out of it just start doing it because you'll have to find ways to be funny up there and uh so i started doing that and then most of them also said start a podcast just talk into a microphone. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll find stuff that's funny because again, you're trying to entertain people ideally. Right. So, so just talking to a microphone. So I, <laughs> I, I flock towards comedians just because I, I think the thing with a, any comedian is they they're always going to be capable of having a fun conversation because they're just funny people. I mean, yeah. most, most all want to kill themselves. <laughs> but at the same time they're still lighthearted and fun
1: <laughs> yeah i was just trying to uh dry myself in the bathtub before i did this podcast uh and it didn't work out so here i am <laughs> yeah that's yeah, you're right we're uh you know we we can and we can talk about you know about almost any subject too and um we're thinkers mm-hmm. philosophers we have a lot of downtime too which is helpful because so we can we have time to think about things you know like Think about weird shit that no one else spends time thinking about. And so it comes out. Um, no, and, yeah.
0: and it's funny. At least I've noticed since I started doing it, I've become substantially more socially awkward. But people are like, oh, he does comedy. Just So my weird idiosyncrasies, it's like, just let that go. But I, I do things like if I say something funny or, or I observe something funny, I'll pull out my phone and instantly start writing down notes <laughs> just be like, oh
1: my god, that's like my whole life I've been doing. That. Yeah, and welcome and to the club, bro. This so is so socially
0: do. awkward. But now that it's like, well, he does comedy. It's like, oh, cool. That's just a cool. That's a positive quirk that he has.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Before um, it
0: was like this guy's weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, it's a comic. He's uh, yeah, so, yeah. I'll be talking. I'll find my, like I'll talk into my phone in the middle of whatever. Excuse me, excuse me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: don't forget. Don't forget. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And then people are like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I just had an idea. Like, oh, got it. Got it. A comedy idea. Yeah, yeah. Comedy idea. Oh, got it. And they're permissible. That no- that looks like crazy behavior, though, it, you know, in a vacuum.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I told a story once where a a chick. I was flirting with this girl for like 20, 30 minutes and things were going well. And then she asked me what dating apps I was on. And I said, I don't do that shit. And she stopped and looked at me and said, that's really sketchy. And she left. And I Let's... instantly started laughing and typing into my phone. And my friends were like, what just happened? I'm like, hold on, hold on. I got to write this down. <laughs> that was hilarious.
1: Sketchy. Yeah, that's sketchy. Meeting people in person has now become sketchy. Apparently, no, Because if you, you go up to a, a girl in a bar.
0: Profile, yeah. Well, and that's one joke. It's like, wait, if I were a serial killer, I would have dating profiles on every website, every app possible. I, you got to expand your reach. Like, how is yeah. it sketchy not to have dating apps on my phone?
1: No, I don't, have, I don't have a lot more time on your show. So I wanted to take some time to talk about sports because clearly you're a huge sports fan. And yeah. uh, I am too. <laughs> and I'm from Boston and been a huge Tom Brady fan my entire life. He brought me so much of joy. Now he's playing for your team um That's marvelous, holder, and I, and <laughs> I, I, you know, I still watch him and I, you know, I root for the, I root for the Bucks now too, quite a bit. Yeah, I, I absolutely do. um
0: You, you know, the saddest thing for me, I'm a, obviously a Lightning fan, there's a Rays fan right here. Yeah, I'm a, I, you probably can't see that because the light. I'm a Saints fan. Oh, so a I Saints fan. Like oh, I do Bucks. see it.
1: I do see it. Oh, okay. It's so you're it's kind fan. of depressing yeah
0: but i'll say this there were like 22 bucks fans in the entire area until tom brady
1: (laughs) yeah nobody was a bucks fan yeah nobody i imagine yeah nobody nobody
0: now now the floodgate like the second they got brady all of a sudden it's like start talking trash and i'm like Mm -hmm. what the fuck i didn't even know you were a bucks i didn't think you watched football (laughs) now you're talking (laughs) trash like tom brady's not yours dude chill Mm -hmm. He's a mercenary uh, who came here
1: (laughs) and uh, you being a race fan. It's kind of like you guys have been been kind of a definitely a rival to my Red Sox over the years, for sure. You guys have been so good. You know, uh, when I think of the race, too, I I think of uh, my my hometown is a place called Haverhill, Massachusetts, and uh, nothing really happens in Haverhill, Massachusetts. The only th- we got, uh, but there's been a couple people that it came out of Haverhill that did something with their lives. One of which was a, a baseball player named Carlos Pena, who played oh, with your Rays for a little while.
0: He was this- one of my favorites all time.
1: This kid played at my, he was at my high school. He was a, he was a catcher. Uh, in high school, a catcher. He later transitioned to first base and he played a little outfield. Maybe. He was a superstar in our area, like crazy. Uh, Loose, loosely related to Nomar Garcia Power, uh, Garcia Power, Para. Wow, I can't believe I fucked up that name. Nomar (laughs) Garcia (laughs) Power. You had the Boston accent on it. (laughs) So they, I want to say it's his, uh, an uncle or second cousin or something, loosely related. But we knew that he was going to be a superstar very very early and and you know and went on to have some very successful years with with the with the rays hit a lot of home oh, runs yeah. man but he's a guy from my hometown that we're like oh shit fucking hey, man somebody somebody from Haverhill doing something man and I remember seeing him at a game I, I I was I went to Tampa at one point I was there and I went to a game there while he was playing and I was yelling Haverhill at him like an idiot <laughs> but he could hear me because at that time tickets were very cheap you, this this was one of those seasons where that your team wasn't very good and I was able to sit up close and he, he did hear me yell Haverhill very strange thing the person that I was with who lived in Florida was like what the hell are you yelling why are you doing that that's very awkward <laughs> I'm just like oh because he's from Haverhill I'm like oh. Look, at Carlos Pena, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) When I think of the Rays, man, I always think I got I think of Carlos Pena. I'm like, oh, man, this is one guy that got out of my hometown. He got out. You know, it's like a a pretty crappy town. And he got out and did something with himself and hit like 50 homers one year, I believe, or near that.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he, I worked for the Rays all through college. (laughs) So I was there from 05 to 09 uh and uh Carlos Pena joined the team in 2007 he was the nicest (laughs) most optimistic dude anyone we thought he had a mental illness he was so nice and optimistic because he was so
1: happy and nice
0: he was always so happy and nice wow they they went to cut him out of spring training before opening day and he's just like no I'll be there opening day and then the guy got injured and he's like I saw it in a dream I knew I'd be on the team and I'm like well Kind of bad circumstances for the other guy, but wow! But, but yeah, he he was he was. But in seven, the race sucked, and he's like, "We're going to be a playoff team next year." Just watch. Went to the World Series in 2008.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he, was, a, he was something. He was
1: he was one of these um, all or nothing guys where he just struck out way too much. But he would give you those power numbers. But he just struck out so much, man, so much. That seems to be. It was kind of like foreshadowing. That's what the. That's what that's Major what League Baseball has to, turned yeah. into. That's what it is now. It's all or nothing now. It's like okay to strike out 175 times. It's like average. 100 yeah. times is probably average. He was doing that, you know, years before he this set new the
0: trend before it was popular.
1: Absolutely, he set the <laughs> trend, man. K and you know, hey, who cares if I hit 45 homers? It's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what baseball yeah. has now become.
0: Yeah. Hitting 220 is fine. If you hit 40 homers,
1: <laughs> dude. they don't even like hit against the shift. They don't even.
0: Don't even try.
1: They don't it's, even try. It's, it's like, sad. dude, dude, you, if you slap it down third base, you have a standing, you have a up double and they don't, they don't care.
0: Do it once or twice and they'll stop shifting. Also
1: do it. That's a, another great up. Hey, do it a few <laughs> times. Do it for a week and watch them shift over, and now you got your lanes back open again, right? Um, they don't even think that. I don't understand it myself. I, you know, I, I can't, a totally different I can't game get than get when into I was a heads.
0: kid. their
1: heads. <laughs> baseball is an entirely different game than when I was a kid. With with all of this, man, it's like unbelievable. I never, I never swung for the fences with two strikes either.
0: I oh, cut yeah. down. I put the ball in play.
1: <laughs> I put the ball in play. I go for contact. You know, I cut down. It's called cutting down on your swing. They don't yeah, do that. Choke
0: up. <laughs> yeah.
1: They still swing. Like it's like, it's, you know, like it's three and one, like, wow. Unbelievable, it's, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. At times unwatchable because of that. <laughs>
1: You know, it, it is a major change. And, uh, you know, who's the guy who was the Red Sox GM and then the Cubs GM, Dan, um,
0: Theo Epstein. Oh yeah.
1: So Theo Epstein who's now been moved into like a player operations position for the league uh, or a game, like a game operations. He's trying to make some, he's trying to adjust and make some uh, changes so that baseball can become watchable again. (laughs) Uh, Because there's, you know, one of the stats he pointed out that I heard on, he was interviewed on, I believe, the Bill Simmons podcast. I believe I heard him. And he was talking about the percentage of balls that are hit in play now. There's no action. You know, it's these it's so many strikeouts that there's no action. The the um, the average MLB pitcher last year struck out one in four. What was it? Twenty five percent of the plate appearances were K's, which is which is the lifetime strikeout rate of no one Ryan and Roger Clemens. So it's, it's almost like every major league baseball pitcher has no one Ryan, Roger Clemens. When you take the aggregate. Yeah. Uh, those are, those are the numbers we're watching right now, which is just insane.
0: Yeah. It, it's a, uh, it can be tough. at times to, to, to sit through. Especially, I think the biggest problem is as a parent, kids get bored as hell. Just walk. Oh, Strikeouts I, are not exciting.
1: You can't do, you can't, oh my God, I can imagine. That's, that, that, that's not exciting at all for a kid. Like, how does a kid get engaged with baseball right now? Like when you got the NBA, the NFL, even hockey, so much more exciting. How, how does a kid's attention, oh man, that's just such an uphill battle. I can't imagine kids now, like being raised to love baseball, watching baseball.
0: How, how, it's impossible. No, it's, it's not easy. I try, but it's, it's an uphill battle, <laughs>
1: Yeah. You tried to, you took him to some live games and like, how did you do it?
0: Well, I took uh, my son, actually the game that the Rays clinched the AL East this year was his first game. Somehow. I feel like a terrible parent for, for that being the first game in person. Cause I live less than two miles from Tropicana field.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, And I, I've gone to games myself. In like uh, my buddy gets corporate tickets, so I get free drinks and stuff. I don't want to bring kids to that. I want to get drunk. So <laughs> that's right. So, but yeah, we, we sat down the uh, first baseline in the game that they clinched. And that was that was great because he, you know, big celebration and, and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, good first game to take a kid to if you're gonna almost
1: pick. like you spoil them too much.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I told him. I'm like, you lucky yeah. bastard. <laughs> Most kids yeah, have to go to Walmart. I take you. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause the energy of a game of a, of a clinching game is completely different from a regular season game in, in may in, just not even close. Yeah, and I,
0: I forget whether the Yankees needed to beat the red Sox or vice versa, but that game ended before. So it, and the magic number was two. So they put that game up and like, if the Rays hold on to win, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. champions. And I'm like, Yes, this oh, is. That's awesome. really, really cool. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun night.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if going for the live sports. I mean, baseball is the lowest on the list, right? It's just got to be. It's the lowest. It's sad. It's sad.
0: Yeah, there there were some periods where there wasn't runs being scored that he was not into it. I can say that too. The first sure, five sure. innings, he was like, "This is awful."
1: <laughs> yeah, so dull. And then it's the combination of that. And there's so many strikeouts where the balls aren't even in play. So there's really nothing to watch. Like, you're like, what right. am I watching? I'm watching two guys play catch.
0: Yeah. Well, and kids can't, can't differentiate. Like, you know, an adult can still be like, I, I see what's going on. Kids don't like see that whole thing. They just like, once the ball hits the bat, that's when they start seeing the action. Yeah. So it's just not, it. yeah, it's, they got to get more balls, more contact.
1: Yeah, it's it's as soon the crack of that bat, and then you're like, oh, you 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 get up from your hot dog, oh, and now you're you know. But when you don't when you don't hear that crack of the bat, I mean, you're just you're in your yeah, phone.
0: You're, yeah, you're looking around, looking for something to do. I mean, that's sad yeah. reality.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather go to an NBA game or a hockey game to see live. Oh
0: yeah, nothing hockey beats those are. two
1: sports. Seeing the, both of those sports live, <laughs> I would I would include football, but I much.
0: It's I'm much enjoyed- very expensive. though.
1: <laughs> it's very expensive unless you're sitting at the 50 yard line. It's it's not a great experience live. You really have to have good seats. Watching it at home on a television is just or on, you know, streaming and even on your phone like you. There's no other way to see that that action straight up like that. I just can't. I, I, I will turn down live offers for live i got offered hey you want to go to the chargers patriots game where are the tickets well we're in the middle wave up in the corner i'm like no this is a game i want to watch i just want to i want to see the action i don't want to be way the hell out in the middle and and, and then spend all this money to do that
0: No, nah, i'm just yeah but yeah hockey? 12 dollars a beer <laughs>
1: Fuck, i know but I'm going nba hockey like yeah absolutely because there's not as, it's not as huge as like you're, you're, you know, you're just not sitting, even if you're not sitting close to the action, it's still a pretty good watch. It's still a pretty good live sport to watch. And it's never ending either. There's no, these pauses that you have in baseball, especially, but even in the NFL, there's a lot of stopping for the action, watching the replays, there's a lot of that. Yeah, the, the action, you know, we could we could argue in the NBA in the in the fourth quarter the last few minutes. Yeah, they play a lot. But for the <laughs> most part, it's pretty smooth and ongoing hockey and NBA. And I can I, man, those are my favorite sports to watch live for, for sure, for sure. Um, and, you know, you got to kind of twist my arm to go to a, a football game or a, a baseball game at this point. My buddy's got Dodger season tickets, so I'll go to like I went to like five, six games this summer. And and I'll go if he asks me. You know, this the seats are pretty decent, uh, but man, I'm. It's most of the time it's pretty dull. It's a pretty dull like entertainment choice in general.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, it's I. I to be quite honest, I, I watch almost every Rays game, but I DVR so I can fast forward through bits. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, I I watch the um I watched those YouTube video, the YouTube uh like uh they they'll cut together like a quick you know summary of the game after every red sauce game and they're only they're usually between seven and ten minutes i'll watch every single one of those it's just like a condensed game in eight minutes yeah i'll watch all of those during the season and i i can count on my hand the number of full games i'll actually i actually watched this past season of course when playoffs came yeah i watched the whole game of course yeah when the socks those games you watch live yeah, I watched Fox them live. Yeah, yeah, game. yeah. I won't miss those. Um, and even uh, there was a few games at the in the last week of the season where playing the Yankees and playoff implications were on the line. I was watching some of those too. But the regular season, like all the way through to through September, I, I would just American. watch those con- condensed <laughs> versions. YouTube is, is great for that, man. It's great for that. And they do a good job with that, and it's totally free. And uh, So I'll watch that to catch up. Uh, every game i watch like that, but go, you know, watching games and going live, eh, these are the, that's, that's kind of changed for me.
0: It's a tough sell nowadays. Also on YouTube are some great Jonesy, uh, up comedy clips. Shut up.
1: <laughs> I just uploaded a really good one about the dollar store that I think everybody would enjoy. Cause everybody loves the dollar store, right? I haven't Very seen that.
0: I'll, I'll check that one out once we, <laughs> once
1: yeah. We uh, go. you, youtube.com slash funny Jones. Uh, funny Jones is my handle for Instagram as well. Funny Jones, you'll find the video on there, too. But if you just look for funny Jones yeah, you could see the the dollar store joke. That's my new joke. It's really been crushing. It's been doing really well. And I'm really happy about that joke because that's a joke that'll work almost anywhere. I can go anywhere. Shit, man. I could even do it in in England. They have a a place called the pound store instead of the dollar store, the pound store. I could do it there. Fuck
0: it. I think that's the name of a strip club down the street. (laughs) (laughs) The pound store. (laughs)
1: Hey, that's a very good joke, man. Very good joke. I love that joke. Hey, no, I appreciate a good joke. That's very good, Jeff. Very good. The pound store.
0: Well, <laughs> on so that good. note, Josie, I, uh, I I've I've kept you too long. I'm looking at the clock, so I apologize for that. But I I had a awesome time talking to you. A lot of fun. Uh, oh.
1: This is, a, this is a blast, Jeff. I, I really enjoyed meeting you. And uh, if you ever want to have me on again, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do it. Absolutely.
0: For sure. For sure, man.
1: Uh, yeah. And uh, so just lastly, I guess before I go, I would just like to tell your listeners, if they're still listening, uh, I mean, why wouldn't you listen this far? We've been talking about strippers and uh, drugs wrapped around a penis. That's probably
0: uh, what most of them turned off. <laughs> yeah. We might have lost
1: them with the sports talk at the end. Oh,
0: sports talk. What's
1: this? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> nobody cares about Haverhill Mass, Jonesy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, if you enjoy my personality at all, you'll get this on my podcast. I mean, I do weird news, but I don't just read the article. I, I give my take on it. I'll do impressions and... Um, and accents if I can and and share little anecdotes. Uh, if the story connects with my life personally, I'll share how how that how I have a connection to it. Um, and I publish a lot of my listener phone calls, which are hilarious because they're insane. I do a lot of this stuff, it's a very entertaining podcast, and it's five days a week. It's really the only daily weird news podcast available. So if you like weird news. You like your news to be funny because, you know, let's face it, mainstream news can be pretty damn depressing these days. Mm-hmm. So uh, I recommend, you know, you listen to mainstream news, but then you end your news cycle with weird AF news uh, because that'll end it on a high note. You'll laugh and you'll, you'll say, Hey, at least I don't live in Pinellas County, Florida. Hey, that could be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, weird AF news is available on any podcast player. And uh, there's a website, weirdafnews.com, If you just want to, find it that way as as well and i appreciate you uh, bringing me on here jeff and exposing me to your audience i hope they found this episode entertaining um and um i appreciate i i'm grateful for your time and and i pre- really appreciate you having me man thanks for reaching out i thought that was really nice of you
0: oh yeah absolutely and i vouch i vouch for the podcast as well it's hilarious yes. it's fun to listen to it's got it's got my stamp of approval which oh, doesn't sweet. really mean much but
1: <laughs> and given given how much i make fun of florida and florida men like that's pretty cool man that's pretty cool of you that you don't oh, yeah. it personally
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no I'll, I'll i'll start compiling a list and I'll, I'll bring you back on to be like how dare you say this about this florida man he was justified here's why <laughs> yeah
1: you gotta call the show sometime bro it's just we like i just want to y- let everybody know look at we're not all like this okay i give my kids pep talks i'm a pep talk guy Hey, kids, we're about to take public transportation in Pinellas County. Let me give you a pep talk.
0: Yeah, don't touch anything.
1: (laughs) Don't touch anything. Put on this hazmat suit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, you seem like a great dad and a good guy, man. I I mean, you really, you really, uh, you go the other way with the typical Florida man uh, reputation for sure, for sure. (laughs) You're like a great person. It's like unbelievable, man.
0: Yeah, there's there's a few of us, I I, I hope I like to think.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a few of you. And you're like one of eight in Pinellas County, man. It's like it's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> That's about right.
1: <laughs> well, thanks again, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so very much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jonesy. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Before I head on down to the pound store. Uh, I do want to uh, say goodbye to you all. Hey, I am. Uh, I'm actually recording this intro in the midst of interviewing uh, several other guests, so I will have a few in the in the can. Is that the right word? Not in the bathroom. Uh, on the shelf, uh, ready to go. Uh, it's nice to have a bit of a backlog, but I'll try to keep the intros fresh so that. Uh, you know I don't uh, make any weird out of uh, out of time comments uh one thing I do want to mention uh well first of all go follow Jonesy on on Twitter Instagram uh his YouTube channel and uh, check out weird af news it really is fun uh he keeps it lighthearted very enjoyable uh if you you know, if you enjoyed our conversation, you're gonna enjoy his breakdown of the news for sure. Uh, also, I am uh, getting trying to get a Valentine's Day episode together where I may ask a uh, guest host to come on and go through some uh, Valentine's Day uh, fails uh, with me. So, if you have any vaguely related valentine's day failures in your past whether it be one that you've made or your significant other or potentially ex significant other has made please reach out to me shoot me a message or reply to me i just put posts on facebook instagram and twitter you can reply to me there. You can DM me on any of those places or met- message me on Facebook, or you can email me at JMac at gmail.com. S-A-I-N-T-J-M-A-C at gmail.com. Send me those stories. Uh, and, of course, please let me know whether you want me to uh, give you credit for the story or you want it to be anonymous. No pressure. Either way, if you send me the story, as long as it doesn't suck, well, hopefully it sucks, but not, you know, not in a boring way. <laughs> so, anyways, hey, uh, follow me on all the the things and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, give me the the top star rating on Spotify, on uh Apple if you have an iPhone or an iPad. Uh and uh hey, on IMDB, go ahead and give the Jeff Macalino podcast a 10 star rating there, too. Uh That'll do it. Oh, by the way, on IMDb, I did realize I can now actually, when I have episodes set to come out, I can actually put them there and it will give a little teaser that the next episode is coming out and you can click on it. You can see who the guest might be. Uh, So, for instance, this episode with Jonesy has been on IMDb since uh, January 21st. So if you pay attention to that, you can get a sneak peek of who the upcoming guest will be, and I'll try to keep that updated a few days ahead of time uh, just to you know give you that little extra carrot. Uh, but again, if you're there, make an account and give me a 10-star rating, or not me, give the podcast 10-star rating. I don't think you can give my page a rating. Anywho, that'll do it. Uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this, like, a fractional amount. As much as I did, because I had a ball. Peace.